0: More trouble for Jim Harbaugh plus we got a four-way tie in the west. Urban Meyer stories. Let's get busy. Locked on Big 10 starts right now. You are Locked On Big 10. Your daily podcast on the Big 10 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm Craig Sheeman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and right here on YouTube as well. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. So Jim Harbaugh's contract mess, we're going to get into it. Got a four-way tie. We're going to untangle it in the West. Of the Big Ten. Brian Ferentz isn't going to be the offensive coordinator for Iowa anymore. A lot of Hawkeye fans are happy about that. It doesn't take place till next year, by the way. And Urban Meyer to Michigan State rumors will not go away. We are absolutely loaded. Plus, we've got our Tuesday tweets. Be sure to subscribe down below and follow like Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Okay, let's take a breath and let's get to work. Amid the NCAA investigation into alleged sign-stealing at Michigan, we learned that that big brand-new contract extension that was due to reward Jim Harbaugh for all of his recent success has reportedly been rescinded by Michigan. Now, we may be splitting hairs here on rescinded. First of all, a Michigan spokesperson says the school does not comment on contracts of employees until they're completed and executed. So Jim Harbaugh was asked about this during his weekly press conference coming off a buy about the report. He said, I would say that's not accurate. There was also a report out there that Jim Harbaugh was told not to sign the contract. Now I don't know if that was his side and his lawyers telling not to sign it or did Michigan, the president and the athletic directors say don't sign that deal if that's the case that's kind of the same as being rescinded sort of maybe we're splitting hairs maybe jim harbaugh is parsing words in the press conference by saying that having a contract rescinded is not totally accurate maybe or maybe it's not accurate at all it was first reported in the wall street journal not exactly uh people that just throw stuff up against the wall for clickbait so that's what got this whole conversation going. But that's where I come in. Okay. In my opinion, this is one step away from a firing. Uh, it's a half a step away from a forced resignation. We'll get through all these scenarios and talk about it, but I don't think it looks particularly good for Jim Harbaugh with everything that's going on there. First of all, with Harbaugh and um, got to hear on screen with you. If you're watching on video, Uh, You got to remember, he was one of the highest paid coaches in college football initially. That's what it took at the time in the marketplace to get him to come to Ann Arbor. But after repeated losses to Ohio State and not meeting expectations, the school asked Harbaugh to take a pay cut, which he did. Despite that cut, by the way, he reportedly helped supplement the incomes of employees at the athletic department who were also asked to take pay cuts during the pandemic. A lot of people in America we asked to take pay cuts during the pandemic, and Harbaugh helped some people out. Uh, a contract adjustment in Harbaugh's favor followed in 2022 to the tune of five years, $36.7 million through 2026. But following two straight blowout wins over the Buckeyes and two straight college football appearances, and with a great shot at making a third straight appearance, Harbaugh was due for a big raise. Now, this new contract was supposed to make Harbaugh the highest-paid coach in the Big Ten. For reference, we've stated here many times before, the highest-paid coach of the Big Ten currently is Ohio State's Ryan Day at over $10 million a year. So there's your starting point. This next deal is going to be north of that, or it's supposed to. And there was talk as recently as October 8th, that the announcement was it was coming it was imminent within the next couple of weeks that this thing was a wrap done deal congratulations jim arba we're rolling then spygate breaks loose accused of scouting in person and there's an investigation going on by the NCAA and it seems like everything is on pause all right fine now what after all this has never happened before that i can recall ever and over three decades, three and a half decades of covering sports. Uh, there's not not ever been a story like this at any front. Look, I want to be clear. I like Michigan football. I like Jim Harbaugh. I like Jim Harbaugh coaching at Michigan, and I think Jim Harbaugh is great for college football. I really do. And uh, I'm going to be uh, sad and upset if he's gone because I think he's good for the Big Ten. But this seems to be a turning point. Jim is no longer calling the shots. He's no longer, you know, Jim Harbaugh the guy that wavers if he's not happy. Yeah, "I'll go to the NFL. And I'm always interested in the NFL. Or, or I'm interviewing for the NFL." You know, that Jim Harbaugh may be gone right now. Um this is Michigan taking control of the situation where the university has hit. let uh, Harbaugh have the upper hand here for years. And even though the official NCAA investigation results are not in, I think, had this program looked a little bit more like Michigan State instead of Michigan, I think the school would have let him go this week. I really, I really believe that, Uh, just like the Spartans did to Mel Tucker. Uh, Even before the results were in for his sexual misconduct hearing at the school, Michigan State said it felt like Mel Tucker put the school in a bad light. Is Michigan going to say the same thing? Uh, But they'll hang on. The move slowly here because the difference between Michigan and Michigan State is Michigan is in the midst of what could be a championship season. So they don't want to act too quickly and possibly ruin that. But the bottom line here is whether you're a Michigan fan or not, there are at least three investigations going on around the Michigan football program right now. Burgergate is not done. All right. And that was the whole three-game suspension this year. There's probably more coming from that. Uh, there's Spygate, which is going on right now. Plus, the FBI is investigating former assistant coach Matt Weiss for alleged computer crimes, uh, computer access crimes, well, when he was at Michigan. I mean, think about that for just a minute. Again, whether you're a Michigan fan or not, you've had at the football offices NCAA investigators and FBI investigators all roaming around there the past couple of weeks. It's been crazy. I think Michigan is too pumped about that. I don't look. Harbaugh's not going to resign over this, at least not before the season is over. I truly think that he really enjoys this particular group of kids and everything that he has built, and I think he's going to see this season through no matter what. But it feels like sometime between the Ohio State game, the Big Ten championship, or maybe the conclusion of the playoffs, that that's assuming Michigan is in those playoffs, that Harbaugh, one way or the other, is in his final weeks as the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. Your comments are welcome. I know a lot of you are going to be disappointed or did you just come after me? Uh, so of you're going to agree with me. There's no doubt about it. And I can usually tell which school your loyalties lie with with such comments, but that's okay. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Hit me up on Twitter at Talk big Ten or the comments right here on YouTube. And I will be glad to get to all of those. Um, we are going to take a look at... The four-way tie in the West of the Big Ten. It's a log jam. I will address the Urban Meyer rumors and some news out of Iowa. All that coming up in one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. When's the last time you went to a game or an event? Somebody had to get the tickets. Sometimes that somebody is you. We well, you should... Check out GameTime. That's an easy way to buy tickets for everything you want to go to. Last-minute ticket deals, flash deals, zone deals. They've got it all. Views from all seats in the venue. That's right. That's what I like. I like to see what the ticket is, touch it on your app, and to show you a picture of the view you get from that seat. It's awesome. I love that feature. So uh, GameTime has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, I've told you, I used to live in LA to show up an hour after something started. That's normal. So that's great for you guys. Uh, You can find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater. I told you earlier, it's for everything. So check it out. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section, and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So here's what you need to do: download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Lockdown College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use the redeem code Lockdown College. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-C-O-L-L-E-G-E for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. So a couple of notes. We've been talking a lot about Jim Harbaugh lately. There's also the story about Urban Meyer. I I was talking about this on my uh, radio show earlier today as well. It's like there's these stories about Urban Meyer to Michigan State, people claiming to see him or whatever. They're not going away. I would not put this, I would not dismiss this as a 0% chance of it happening. And then I had the other thought, you know, let's say Michigan is getting ready to do something with Harbaugh, and, you know, tired of the investigations or whatever. But then you see Michigan State, little brother, go to hire Urban Meyer. You got Ryan Day over at house State, and things are kind of rolling at Michigan right now. Are you, you going to be so quick to make a change? And I know Urban Meyer always beat jim harbaugh but uh michigan's rolling right now this is a fascinating story and watching this play out before our very eyes um also on coaching news brian ferentz has been announced by iowa that he will not be back as the offensive coordinator that's kirk ferentz head coach his son he's the offensive coordinator he needed to average 25 points per game this year they're averaging about 19 and a half i'm actually surprised it's that high doing the math on it uh, they will need to average almost 34 points a game the rest of the season in order for them to reach that threshold, and that's just not going to happen. In fact, did you see their latest? Uh, was it their was it the latest over under Iowa and Northwestern at regular field? I think it's 29, 29 and a half. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. All right, so um, that's the latest there. Now, last week, many of you watched. Locked on Big Ten, we did a podcast dedicated to tiebreakers in the conference. The Big Ten, as we pointed out, has a complicated eight-step tiebreaker process to unravel a tie in a division. Um, we found it hilarious that the eighth step in that was just to draw names out of a hat. It was like, give up, just whatever. Um, full disclosure, as you remember, when we did that podcast, it was... On the premise of, hey, what happens in the East if Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State all finish tied and I'll go one and one against each other? That was the reason we did that podcast, because we were wondering if, if that would happen and the Penn State-Ohio State game was coming up and whatnot. And that's still on the table, by the way. However, the Wild Wild West currently now has a four-way tie on top of the standings as we head into the month of November. We've got Iowa, we've got Minnesota, we've got Nebraska, we've got Wisconsin. They're all 3-2 and in the conference. And don't forget Northwestern, is just one game back. But uh, let's look at the top four for now, try and keep this somewhat simple, and take a look at who has what left on their schedule. Let's start with Iowa. You know, if they, didn't, if they had that, that game um, against Minnesota, Hmm. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that. Look, they've got the best overall record at six and two. The others are five and three. They're coming off a bye. They're coming off that 12-10 loss to Minnesota in their last game. That's the one in which Cooper DeJean had the game-winning punt return with about 90 seconds to go, and it was disallowed due to an invalid fair catch sign. And by the way, had that punt return stuck, I, I do think Iowa would be in the driver's seat right now in the West, but they're not. They didn't get that game. Fell back to the pack a little bit, and got the next game against Northwestern. And as I point out, that will be a huge game for Northwestern, too, to climb right into this mix. The following week, Iowa comes home to play a pesky, bowl-bound team in Rutgers. Take the under in that one. Take the under in Aldis. And then a home date with Illinois, and then the Hawkeyes close out at Nebraska. My hot take prediction there, I think those four games, Iowa will go. Remember, I was banged up too. Uh, Iowa probably goes two and two in those. All right. Give or take. Minnesota, let's talk about them. They've won three of their last four games. And again, no win was more important than the one they get, got against Iowa uh, 12 10 two weekends ago. Now, the Gophers are kicking themselves for blowing that huge lead. Remember the Northwestern game? They had a huge lead. They blew it. Northwestern beat them in overtime. They've got to be kicking themselves for that. This weekend, they host a struggling fighting Illini team. It's a winnable game. Then they travel to Purdue for another winnable game. Purdue just doesn't have it together this year. And after the Gophers have a tough date at Ohio State, man, it is what it is. And um they close out in what could be a winner-take-all game by hosting Wisconsin, Minnesota and Wisconsin at the end. Could be for the West Division title and a chance to go to the Big Ten Championship game. Um, so depending on how the Wisconsin game goes, the Gophers could go two and two, or they could go three and one in that stretch. It's all all educated guesses by me at this point. Speaking of Wisconsin. The Badgers are down to their second-string quarterback in Braden Locke, who, by the way, is, I think is better than Tanner Mordecai. I, look, I'm sad Tanner is hurt. I don't ever like seeing anybody get hurt, but I, I think they have a better quarterback in place and the future at quarterback in Braden Locke. But they also have injuries to running backs at Ches Malusi and Braylon Allen. That leave the Badgers very thin at running back as they go into Bloomington against the Indiana Hoosiers, who just came off their best game of the year. It was a loss at Penn State, but that game was tied at 28 with 90 seconds to go, thereabouts, down in Happy Valley. Now, the following week, after the Badgers take on the Hoosiers, they host Northwestern. And then a tough Nebraska team comes to Camp Randall November 18th, followed by that season finale against Minnesota that we just talked about. So that kind of feels like two and two, if you ask me right now, from where I'm sitting. Maybe. Maybe one and three if they can't figure out what's going on with the running game with all these injuries. So that's going to be tough. Now, let's talk about the Huskers. They play at Michigan State on Saturday. Good opportunity to get a win. The Spartans don't have a lot going for them other than the Urban Meyer rumors. But what's actually going on on the football field isn't working. Then Maryland comes to Memorial Stadium on November 11th. And assuming that the Terps lose this weekend to Penn State, then they will be coming to Nebraska with four straight losses. I feel bad for Maryland. Man, started out 5-0. and oh, Everything was looking good. The wheels have falling off. they lost three straight. they got this tough opponent. Probably going to be four straight. They lose to Nebraska. It's five straight. And they're 5-5. Five five. That is not what they had planned. But it's a real possibility. And the Huskers' final two games are at Wisconsin and then hosting Iowa. Again, take the under in that one. Matt Rule's team could go two and two, or they could go four and zero oh in that stretch. Absolutely could go four and zero. Oh. So we'll see. They're red hot now, Nebraska, hot as a firecracker. So the West Division looks like it's coming down to Thanksgiving weekend. So make sure you enjoy it for sure. Uh, I know I will be, and we'll be talking about it right here on Lockdown Big Ten with you. All right, I want you to mark your calendars uh, for every Tuesday now at 7 p.m. until the rest of the season. The official college football. Playoff polls starting to be released. You know, they wait for some season to be played so we can actually figure out what we're talking about when the people that put the polls together. So Tuesday night, tonight, Halloween night, we will have the first poll out at 7 o'clock. And every Tuesday at 7, moving forward. Certainly Michigan and Ohio State will crack the top four in this first release. These are the the, the poll that find the final four that make it into the college football playoffs. We'll break it all down on Wednesday's Lockdown Big Ten. We'll also see if Georgia loses its top spot on the poll due to the injury to tight end Brock Bowers. Maybe. We'll see. And we'll be looking to see if um, future Big Ten team Washington cracks the top four instead of Florida State. I think that could be a flip. Washington or Florida State, 4-5, 5-4. That's how I see it coming. So stay tuned and we'll break it down and we'll keep an eye on that. Who do you think will be in the top four? Hit me up with a comment here on YouTube or also on Twitter at TalkBig10. Would love to hear from you on that. Couple of things. I want to thank you everybody. If you're an everyday, thank you for watching and listening. And if you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button down below. Help us out. It's real simple. You click it. You're good. You're in. It doesn't cost you anything. And uh, it's very simple. And then, then you're in the Big Ten Club, as we always like to say here at Lockdown Big Ten. Also, no matter how you consume this podcast, we always invite you to share, follow, and like with all your friends. Especially if you know of a Big Ten alum or a family member that's a Big Ten person, let them know about us. That's how we get out word of mouth. And then on Fridays, not to confuse everybody, we also have on this channel a one hour Friday uh, weekend locked on college football kickoff live show. And it's 11 a.m. Eastern live, 11 at noon. And then if you missed the live one, it's on, on tape afterward, on this channel, Lockdown Big Ten. You can check it out. I'm on there for a few minutes as, to, uh, as well each week. So check that out, 11 o'clock on Fridays. Um, but in the meantime, continue to keep watching Lockdown Big Ten. And we are going to have some fun here at the end, even more fun than we normally do. We've got our Tuesday tweets. We'll see if you made the cut. All that's coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten. FanDuel. Snap into action. It's the NFL season. And you can uh, enjoy the NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. Very easy. So if you've been thinking about it because your friends are talking about it and people you know at work are doing it, jump on. Get in and FanDuel. There's no better time to get in on the action. And the app is easy to use. And, you know, if point spreads are your thing. Cool. I like over, under, game totals. Uh, I like player props. XYZ player, are they going to run for 50 yards or whatever, you know, you can say, yes, it's great. It's fun. Player props, the individual stats, do they hit them? Do they go over them? Do they go under? It's really easy to do. Uh, Thursday night football. Did you see that it's the Titans and the Steelers? Steelers at home are three-point favorites, even though I don't know what their situation is with Pickett, a quarterback. And did you see Will Levis last weekend? I think I might be tempted to take the, the Titans there. At plus three on FanDuel. I mean, you got, you got, you got Will Levis. D Hop is catching balls. Derrick Henry's running for 100 yards again. Maybe the Titans have found the winning formula and you can win off of that. So check it out. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the rest of the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, let's get into it. We got uh, Tuesday tweets. We always do at uh, this segment, and I always have fun with this because I'm always I'm easily amused. So I'm going to put them on screen here on video and make them full screen. If you're only listening to an audio podcast, I'll explain them as best as I can. This first one comes to us from at Ohio State football and a little self promotion. Nothing wrong with that. It's a video of Marvin Harrison Jr. Harrison for Heisman. Yeah, guys, amazing. Absolutely going to be on the list. All right. Let's see here. This from Mr. At Mr. Ohio. And uh, in a few weeks, they will be uh, talking about the Michigan football program. Oh, and the Michigan football program has 997 wins. In a few weeks, it'll be the first NCAA team in history to have 1,000 wins. No one will care because they are cheaters. Ray Liotta laughing from one of his movies there. All right. Uh yeah, I'm not I can't uh, condone that, but I get the Ohio humor. Here is a shot at Hunter Dickinson, former Michigan center who transferred to number 1 Kansas. There was exhibition basketball this weekend. This is from at Barstool Big 10 and Kansas lost to Illinois, 82-75, and it says this year's going to be a fun one. Uh, Hunter Dickinson uh, still, um, he left the Big Ten and he still can't beat Illinois. That's what it says. It's kind of funny. Here we have at Huskers texting in, uh, tweeting in, holding my breath that Matt Rule won't announce today five or six more un- unexpected players on offense being out for the year due to injuries. He says, no, this is sarcasm. I'm not saying I've heard that there will. I know, but I know what that's like, waiting for the injury report at the beginning of the week after you saw something on the weekend. And the Huskers on a roll, you don't want anybody injured for sure. All right, this one is – this is uh, an interesting tweet from Maurice Claret at Reese Claret 13. For those that don't remember, Maurice Claret was a former running back at Ohio State, and he's commenting on the Michigan situation. He says, I can go back and forth with the Michigan and OSU banter. It's fun and comical on a lot of levels. I can take the jokes about my past and all of the above. In all honesty – I think the investigation into Michigan for the hamburger, the sign viewing or whatever is just another reason for everyone to be mad at the NCAA. I've spoken up for Michigan in both cases. Remember, this is a Buckeye. It's actually stupid. Good scouting gets you all the signs and signals that you want. Michigan is a good football team and it's actually healthy to have wins and losses go both ways. In all this, realize who we all should be mad at, and it's the NCAA and its silly rules. Again, uh, that is a pretty big perspective from an Ohio State uh, former running back who has been uh, under the public microscope himself through these years. And uh, that was an interesting tweet. Wanted to put it on there. This is from The Athletic. It is a picture of an Iowa Hawkeye helmet, and it says, Iowa's game versus Northwestern on Saturday at Wrigley Field. has an over-under set at 29 and a half. It's the lowest over-under in history. Yes, it is. And, of course, the Brian Ferentz news today that uh, he will step down at the end of the year. They said the school president or the AD, I forget which one, said he will still remain until through the end of the bowl game, and then he'll step down. And uh, here's one that's a little more humorous, but you don't ever want anybody to lose a job, but it's uh, Kirk Ferentz and Brian Ferentz says, we did it. The first FBS over under total, less than 30 ever. Captain Kirk, Bowley going where no man has gone before. Yeah, that's a low point total. Can't get around it. This is at Huskers uh, once again uh, from Jim. It is a picture of a person putting out a wildfire in the desert and says it is actually a live look at James Harbaugh. It says Michigan is facing a new allegation involving ball boys relying on Big Ten opponents' calls from across the sidelines. Hmm. It's funny. Here's Jim Harbaugh in his press conference this week from At Mr. Ohio. I'm, he says, I'm not, uh, quote, I'm not going to be speculating. Can let others speculate that the various speculation out there, unquote. Jim Harbaugh. I saw that. Yeah. Um, He took the questions, but didn't really answer them as legally as I don't think he can at this point. So stay tuned. See what happens with Michigan. Never a dull moment over there. Never a dull moment here. Thanks for checking us out on Lockdown Big 10. Always appreciate it. Hit us up on Twitter at @TalkBig10, number 10 website talkbig10number10.com and of course here on YouTube with your comments. Be sure to subscribe down below, please. Just click it. Just right now just good. You're in. It's free. Subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big 10 as soon as it becomes available each and every morning throughout the week. And again, coming up on our next lockdown Big Ten, anything else from Urban Meyer at Michigan State, we'll keep an eye on that. Anything else at Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, we'll keep an eye on that. The new college football playoff polls coming out. We're going to dive into that. We got a lot to do. It's a busy week, and uh, we're very excited about it. Now, feel free to check out our friends at Locked On Sports Today and their podcast for the latest on everything going on in sports. In the meantime, have a great day. Thank you for checking us out and we'll see you next time. Right here on Lockdown Big 10, I'm Craig Sheeman.